coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. All right, welcome back to another Paper Stack Podcast. Rick Allen, Brett Berkey here. It's been a while. Not that long, because we just recorded one that you probably just saw last week. <laughs> You know, we record them in bulk sometimes. So we've got some new stuff we want to talk about with you today. Stuff that came from Brett sat down and uh, with some newer investors who were investing in notes. Smart people. I mean, doctors and Mm -hmm. stuff along, you know, really educated people who are asking some questions that sometimes when you're in the business, you're like, oh, that's that's very basic. I understand that. And then you realize uh, they don't. Um, And so we're going to put some information out to help. So maybe some of the more basic questions. So what do you got? Explaining all about cash on cash returns and understanding, you know, do you call it CAC the instrument, the acronym or like, you know, it's some people send call it a CAC, cash on cash return, mm-hmm. um, you know, yield, cash yield. So there, but that's different from IRR. Right. So maybe we can explain the, the differences between those two, because the way that I was trying to explain, it, I was like, I, I think I did it right, but I was like, Rick will know way better. And so, so it's the one thing is it, it, it's a little bit different when you look at it between real estate investing and mortgage note investing, because real estate investing, you kind of put your money out there and it's, it's an asset that arguably is probably appreciating or at least holding its value. And you're getting, if it's a rental, you're getting monthly income off of it. And that's sort of your cash on cash return. So if you put out $100,000 and you make $10,000 annually, you've got 10%. Yeah, 10%. Super easy. Um, You want to look at in real estate notes, when you're getting in a payment, you're not getting in just investment dollars. You're getting back your principal along with it. So you want to kind of take into that into account, like, and you'll see this part of the return is from my principal and this part is the, the interest. And so you can, if, if you make that jump from real estate investing to note investing on passive stuff, you got to understand that. And there's calculators out there, which we talked about in the last episode, that will kind of tell you what your yield is. And that's including your principal you're coming back in, but what you're actually making on that in interest throughout the life of the loan. And it's good. But one thing to know about investing in notes is arguably every time they make a successful payment, that loan loses just a little bit of value. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're catching a loan and you're buying something at the front end, which is right when they originated it. Right. It's not losing as much. Right. But if you catch something in the back end, you're you're losing more value. Right. I could see that. And, And the reason is because. Mortgage loans are typically front end loaded. Mm-hmm. If it's a fully amortized loan, it's, it's they're lose uh, they're front end loaded with interest. Right. So you may make a thousand dollar payment and seven dollars of it on your first one, or, or twelve dollars, or whatever that number is, goes towards principal, and the other the rest of it goes towards. I know that's heartbreaking. Owning a house, you look at it and you're like, golly. Well, that's why you know they tell you if you can make two payments a month. Well, I'm gonna do the. Uh, the method of taking my HELOC using yeah. the simple interest, big big chunk, big chunk, and then pay it back because it's it's interest only on the on the HELOC. So 
Yeah. Makes more sense to beat that amortization can, schedule. Yeah, that's how you beat the schedule. So, mm-hmm. But the, the easiest way to do it is take the amount of money that you've made divided by the amount of money that's invested. That's your cash on cash return. Now, it doesn't take into account cash on cash, doesn't take into account any debt payments you have. Debt payments. So yeah. if you if you borrowed money. Okay, so, so if I take, like, let's just say I have the HELOC and I, I bought a note for 20000 and I'm getting principal interest back of, I don't know, I don't know, 200 a month, something like that. My cash on cash would have to take out what I was going to pay back. Right. How would and, and, and some people, what some people will do is they just will look at like, look, I'm applying everything I'm taking back in to just recovering my principal. Right. Right. Which is smart, right? Yeah. Recover all my principal. And maybe over the course of three or four years, you've recovered everything and, you know, you turn around and you sell it for, you know, close to what you paid for, maybe 5% or 10% less, well then you've, that all that's to be your grade. So there's, there's a couple different ways that you can mm-hmm. kind of skin the cat to come up with your actual, interesting actual numbers there. But it's um, the easiest way to do it is cash on cash. And some people are like, well, what's a good cash on cash return? What is a good cash on cash? You gotta go look and see your, the last episode. What's your baseline? You gotta figure that out. Okay. So that's, you got to figure out, look, this is what I'm, this is what I'm trying to target. Right. So the difference in IRR, there's, there's a, there's a lot of differences. It's not something we can cover in just one, but there's, there's vast differences between IRR and cash on cash return. You need to look at it and know the difference between the two of them. Um, that's fairly technical that I can't really explain right now. Which would you look at as more important? I look at the internal rate of return. Uh, because it starts, you know, if I'm looking at real estate, it's just a lot of IRR. You know, it can tie into notes if you if you kind of do it the way I was talking about where you recover all your capital and you turn around and you resell it. Or there's other things that will affect your IRR, I mean, in your cash on cash. They kind of, they work together. But the one of them is the, uh, if you're like taking in money, like maybe hardest hit fund or you're getting some sort of government funds in there. The length of time is something that affects it. How fast you recapitalize? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, so if that would be your internal rate of return. Yeah. It, well, it plays a part into it. You know, maybe you, you bought something for a million dollars and you return, you got, you took in, um, I don't know, another million dollars in, in payments and then you turn around and you sold it for two and a half times your multiple of what you paid for it. Like there's a lot of different factors there that can help with the IRR. The, the length of time you've had it, money in, money out. It's, it's, a, it's a different calculation. It's, it's more, there's more math involved than just simple. Cash on cash is pretty simple, pretty easy. If I paid this and I made this and it's still got this much value. That's interesting. And there are calculators that have it, the T, whatever. Yeah. What's it called again? Uh, the 10BII. 10BII. Let me look. 10BII. 10BII. Cool. All right. Well, I guess that kind of breaks down a little bit what cash on cash is and the importance yeah. of it. And is that how you explained it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there you go. Look at you. You can be teaching. I'm going to ask you questions. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. But all right. Well, uh, thanks for watching this episode of the Paper Stack Podcast. Of course, if you have your own question that you want to answer by Rick, just let us know, reach out to support at hello at Paperstack, or just leave a comment below. And, you know, we do read them, we do answer them, and we do want to help. So um, yep. that's that. If you also, if you didn't know, 
we have an entire academy. So if you really want to dig in deep to note investing, uh, there's an entire academy yep. that we put out. It is beefy, lengthy, uh, very in-depth. We offer discounts in there for partners. It's all kinds of stuff. It's really, really, really big, built out over time. It took us, what, here? Year. <laughs> Took a long time. We haven't marketed it much yet, but we need to. So we will. We will. That's that. And uh, we'll see you on the, uh, the next episode. Thanks. See you.